everybody and welcome back to the Magic Fandom Podcast. I am Alyssa. And I am Jed. What's their last name? Eckert. Oh, that's right. Eckert. Yeah. Okay. It's like written on all of the everything all the time. I don't know why I didn't remember that. Um, all right. We are so excited to be bringing you guys this episode. Um, it's one that Dalton's been wanting to do for a while, so I know that he's pretty excited about <laughs> Oh, gosh. It just gets me so hyped. We are talking about Red Dawn. We are going to be talking about the original and the remake, um, both of which... <coughs> Ooh, bless me. Bless you. You good? I think I got another one. You got another one? <laughs> Maybe help oh, no. <laughs> oh, bless Ooh, you. <laughs> bless you. Sorry, sorry. Um, uh, both of which are very good. Like this is a rare occasion where the remake is still very, very, very good. Yes, I agree. They change enough of it up that it's not the exact same movie, right? But it's also still very respectful and basically the same. It's the same movie. It's just they they change some things. Yeah. Uh, to While make still it a bit different. like keeping the integrity of the original. Exactly. They're, yeah. It's a respectful remake. Yeah, for sure. I believe. Yeah. So let's talk about the original first, um, because this cast is truly insane. And what year is this? Nineteen eighty. Uh yeah, this is uh, this one came out in eighty four. Eighty four. Okay. And then the uh, remake was two thousand twelve. So All right. Almost. And I know, because I know we're going to talk about the cast, but um, I think we we did look up that this came before Dirty Dancing. Is that correct? Um, I think so. I think Dirty Dancing was in 85. Okay. And we did an episode on that, didn't we? We did. Yeah. I don't remember. 87, actually. 87. Okay. So this was Jennifer Grey and Patrick Swayze's first time working together, but not their last. Because they were in Dirty Dancing together. Correct. Um, But who else? Let's talk about the cast. Uh, the rest. Of, so Patrick Swayze plays Jed, who mm-hmm. I was today. Um, the older brother of Robert. Mm-mm. Who no Matt. Oh, that's right, Matt. Shouldn't have given that to you. There's trivia later. Oh, you're right. You're right. <laughs> uh, Matt. Okay, so uh, there is a Robert. There is a Robert. That's, he's played by C. Thomas Howell. Okay. He's Matt's best friend. Okay. Um, Matt, however, is played by Charlie Sheen. Yeah. Young Charlie Sheen. Which I did not know. Oh, I should have said at the beginning, this I, I had seen the remake of this movie. I had never seen the original. I really loved the remake, even without having known, you know, all this backstory, but I really did enjoy the original one too. I remember I think the first time I saw this, it was with my mom. It was like a weekend or something, or maybe over the summer. Mm-hmm. And it had just come on. She was like, Oh, you probably really like this movie. Um and so we watched it and yeah, How old was... were you? Do you remember? Uh, I mean, I was probably 14, maybe. Okay. 14, 15. I was going to say, like, in in the age that some of these kids were-ish. Yeah, yeah. You know, so Absolutely. that's probably why you were... Absolutely. Um, and I, I mean, I loved it. Yeah. Uh, I always thought... I, I don't know. I've always... Like, this movie just hypes you up. It it's, really does. It's and... made... It was made during a time where, like, the majority of Americans like still loved America. Yeah. You know, well, it, it seems like, and they, I mean, 2012 made you feel that as well, but it feels like you wouldn't make this movie today. I feel like you still could. I feel like I you still know. could. I feel like it would purely, be tough. Well, purely because there is always something happening enemy-wise. Yeah, I You guess. know what I mean? Like Maybe what I'm really trying to say is, like, 
the second movie takes place in Spokane, Washington, mm-hmm. or Seattle, somewhere around. I think Spokane. Spokane, maybe. yeah. Um, and I was like, I just don't know. I mean, I don't know that I would trust that the people there wouldn't just like, okay, yeah, you took us over. Yeah, but that, I mean, do you see how that's inherently prejudiced I, I as well? I get it, I get it, <laughs> but, like, you would, it makes more sense, like, in a Colorado, in a mountainous region sure. where I know the kids grew sure. up, but I feel like, how many kids in Spokane grow up shooting guns? You don't know. I guess, I'm, you're right, you you're know. right, you're right, I don't. <laughs> but, okay, so. I feel like there are definitely some places that would just immediately give up, though. Oh, well, I mean, sure, that's anywhere. Um. Okay, so remind me what we know C. Thomas Howell from, because I know the name. Oh, he was in so much uh, stuff in, like, the 80s. He was, uh, I don't know if he was ever, like, a heartthrob. Maybe he was a little Maybe. bit. Maybe. Um, but uh, he was in, um, oh, what in the world? Uh, the Outsiders. Oh, okay. He, he was Pony Boy in The Outsiders. Oh, okay. Yep. Um, he was in E.T. Yep. Uh, let's see. Let's get back to, I mean, he's still doing stuff now, so I'm trying to get back to what you would know him from. Right. I'm trying to look at what he looks like these days. He pretty much looks the same. He aged yeah. real well, I think. Yeah. But he was in a lot of, like, coming-of-age type yes, 80s movies. Yes, 80s movies, yeah. <laughs> um... Yeah, E.T., The Outsiders, and Red Dawn are probably some of his... Most I think famous. his first thing he did was E.T. Oh, wow, okay. Um, and then The Outsiders was his next thing. So uh, he was in Soul, Soul Man, Moonlighting. Um, I think he was one of those that like, was real big when he was young and then kind of ran out of work. Yeah, yeah. Or uh, maybe he didn't want to, wanted to take a break. But I think he's or... been in a couple of TV shows. Okay. Two as of late. I just really recognize the name more than anything. But now that you're saying what he's been in, I was like, okay, yeah. Yeah, yeah you recognize him. Uh, yeah. Next up, I mean, you already mentioned Jennifer Grey. Love. Um, she plays Tony. But we also have uh, Leah Thompson, who plays Erica. A badass. Like, she's so... Well, I mean, both of the girls are, really. Well, yeah, but I feel like Leah Thompson was given way more to do than Jennifer Grey was. Jennifer Grey was kind of the bait a lot of the time. You know what I mean? But that's because she was tough enough to handle that. I guess that's true. You gotta, you gotta think she's got to be able to get away from them. That's true. And lead that them is a very true. Role. So that's that's an important role. However, I will say, line wise, Jennifer Grey did not talk a lot. She had a lot of action, I guess. Yeah, but well, she didn't Leah, really have a lot Erica, of. Erica Leah Thompson's didn't really talk a lot too, and they made a point to talk about that. Yeah, well, yeah, well, with seeing as their character's backstory was kind yeah. of tragic and stuff like that. Um, but I loved, I mean, I thought both the girls did a really good job. I was like, that was one of my um, first notes it's a, in both movies, really, was that I really appreciated the fact that the girls were, like, in on the action. You know what I mean? Yeah. The girls were just as in on it as the boys were. And they oh, were yeah, fighting absolutely. and learning all the stuff. And, like, it was, it was just really cool to see. So, if you're unfamiliar with this movie, I'll just give you a brief synopsis. We, we were talking about how awesome and, and kick... Uh, powerful these characters are. Yeah. Uh, so basically what this is is uh, it's the dawn of World War Three, and in uh, the mountains of America which we, we I think uh, is ends up being Colorado. Yes. Uh, 
because I, I think what I did was they were in the Arapahoe National Forest, and I just looked up where that was, and it was in Colorado. So uh-huh. That's how I figured that out. I don't know if they specifically say that or not. Um, but a group of teenagers uh, band together to defend their town and country uh, from invading Soviet forces. Now, it's Soviet and Cuban forces. Um, in fact, I think it's mostly Cubans. I thought it was both. There Russians was, and... It was Russia and Cuba, but I think at the beginning, the initial uh, invasion, as it were, uh, I think they were Cubans. I don't think the Russians came till later. Okay. Um, but basically, the town paratroopers come flying in from the sky and basically start shooting up the school um, and... Chaos ensues as all the kids are trying to get out. And so uh, Jed's character, um, who had dropped off his brother and his brother's friend at school earlier, he shows up Mm -hmm. and, you know, rescues a couple of the guys. um, And they head off into the woods to defend or to survive, basically. This is just, I don't know. I guess it's because it's like kids, you know, teenagers. Um, Yeah. It just was like it just makes it even more exciting to me. It is. It's so exciting and it's so high stakes right from the beginning. It is like that's another like one of my I, I, first. I told you, it comes I, in I, so I told, hot. I told you that when we started watching this, when it was showing, because it opens with some uh, text, like reading text, not yeah. like a la Star Wars and other movies. Like sure, that. you got to read a little bit at the beginning. Yeah. And I, and as that's going, I look over at you and I was like, all right, this thing just, I mean, it starts in like zero to 60 in half a second. Oh, and, and I feel like the second one was like just a tad slower going. It's just still a kind tad. Of it still kicked hot. off quick. But that first one, I was like, oh my gosh, things are happening. <laughs> like, yeah, things it, are it, happening. It kicks off real quick. Yes. It goes, it goes hard for uh, almost two hours. Yeah, it really does. There is really no let up. There's like maybe a couple seconds of like breathing in between yeah. the action. Like it's, there's a lot of action in this movie, and it's also fun. And it's so it's so cool, and it's just like for me personally, I'm not the big or maybe wasn't the biggest fan of these kinds of movies in terms of like action, fighting, murder, blood, guns, war. Like not usually not my thing. But that's this, why I was so interested as to. Like how I felt. Yeah, because I suggested this and you're like, yeah, sure. Yeah. Like, no resistance. And I was like, well, that's kind of interesting. Part of that is for the cast because the cast was so good. You did say you were obsessed with the cast of the second one. Well, even in this first one, when you told me who was in it, I was like, oh my gosh, yeah, because I liked a lot of the people that were in it. But it was just so, and I've said it so many times on this podcast, I love teamwork. I love when, like, the gang gets together and is like, there's a freaking training montage and we're like let's do this i was about it's, to say this has plenty of montages it's so good it just gets you so excited so i really did enjoy it um i had a question for you hang on let me go to my notes. um oh actually this is not a question this is just something fun to point out so we did talk about how patrick swayze and jennifer gray did dirty dancing together after yes. this um jennifer gray and charlie sheen did something after this do you remember what it was? So I've seen this. Yeah, for sure. It's not... We have talked about the fact that it's not your favorite, though, so you probably only saw it, like, a couple times. Okay. But it is around this time in the 80s, if that helps. And Charlie Sheen did not play a big, a big part role. In it. 
He was maybe okay. in one scene. Okay. Well, they, <laughs> I mean, did they really do something together? Were they in the same they scene? They were in the scene together, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, is this something we watched recently? No. No. Okay. We have not We have not watched it I for like the these, podcast. I like these guessing games. I know you do. So you said it was Jennifer Grey. And Charlie and Sheen. And Charlie Sheen. I'm trying to think of what else I've seen Jennifer Grey in. Because I'm, I'm drawing blanks here. It wasn't Dirty Dancing. No. I was like, is there, was there a weird cameo in... in no, that, that would have been crazy. Dancing? Yeah, that would have been crazy. And I've said it's not my favorite. Ferris Bueller's Day Off? Yes. Oh my gosh, yes. wow. That's what I think gave it away, because <laughs> that's one of those that... I mean, most people like Ferris Bueller's I Day Off. I love Ferris Bueller. And I'm just like, it's okay, I it's guess. It's a great one. I feel like we should still do it for the podcast. We'll do it for the podcast. Because we'll maybe podcast. maybe this time that you watch it, maybe you'll get a different appreciation out of it because it's been so it. long. I just think it's like iconic. It is just a very good Most people movie. do. I feel like that is a hot take. Yeah, like it that, is. That would it be is. one of those or uh, unpopular opinion, opinion that yeah. I have. Well, okay, so Charlie Sheen was in exactly one scene in the police station. Okay. And he had a scene with Jennifer Grey. Because she was in the police station because... I don't even know that I knew that she was in that movie. Yeah, she plays Ferris Bueller's sister. I, yeah, I, wouldn't, I didn't know that. So here's the thing. We need to watch this again because clearly you say that you don't like it, but you don't remember a lot of the details. It's because I, I watched it once okay. years ago and was like, eh, I guess <laughs> I can say I've seen it. Okay, well, we will watch it. But anyway, they were in a movie together, so I thought that that was kind of cool. That's interesting. Yeah. Yep. A lot of these... I feel like the 80s was really big on, like... There was like 10 actors and actresses, and they were just in everything. <laughs> yeah, that's so true. That's very true. Um, okay, so I want to talk about um, the specifics of a couple different scenes, because I did take notes throughout this movie and through the next one. Okay. Um, I did see you taking a lot of notes on these, so I'm interested mm-hmm. to, to... Well, okay, so I do want to talk about in the first movie, the scene where they go back and they find their dad, and they're talking through the fence. Uh-huh. Breaks your heart. Oh, yeah, but I mean, that... Like, that's like I would hundred percent. I would be like, all right, I'm doing whatever I can. If I yeah, if I die, I'm gonna take as many of them with me as I can. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, and there's there's a little bit of that moment in the second one as well with the dad's speech. Yeah, with the dad's speech. Because you, before you hear the the speech of the mayor being like, surrender, come yeah, out, and yeah. whatever, and the dad being like, no. Do what I would do. And his, his was good, but nothing is better than, Avenge me! <laughs> it's like, I'm going to! It's so true! But there, there's that, but then even in the beginning, like, because up till this point, there hasn't been like a whole bunch of action compared to the rest of the movie, but up till this point, you just see Jed and Matt being like tough guys. Yeah. And then they see their dad, and it's like, they're such good actors that they turn into little kids again. Oh, yeah. Like, they're both yeah. crying... They're both like wanting to talk to him and you know, like, what do we do? And you, you just see in their faces that it totally changed back into little boys, you know? And I'm just like, but see, <laughs> that's what was I liked about those movies because it yeah. showed that you can be both. It's like, yes, there's a there is a time and place to be emotional, but then there's also a time to no quarter, you know? Just like, yeah, it's, yeah. it's time to. Man up and shut up. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, I know oh, yeah. that's wrong to say now, but it's like... No, I just, but I get that. Because, to be fair, you know, Leah Thompson and uh, Jennifer Grace characters, they were incredible 
um, just as good as the guys. I mean, they were absolutely, they were great. absolutely. Um, but I do, I do agree with you. I think the the duality of the male characters being so tough and so yeah. like, <clears throat> but then also showing the emotional side of them, I think is super important. I definitely agree. So I wanted to shout out that scene because that, I mean, the avenge me at the end. Yeah. I was like, holy cow. Like it's, it was like, just. I, it was everything in me not to like jump up and be like, ah, <laughs> I will grab, avenge you. Grab my pistol and <laughs> start popping off rounds in the house. I'm glad that you didn't. No, um, I would never do that. So <laughs> don't freak out people. Um. Okay. Let me see. We talked about that. We talked about how we like that the, the girls got in on the action sequences. Um. I want to know if you have a favorite part of this. I feel like I could guess. Because of how guess? you reacted. The the one of the first like gotchas of the Wolverines where they come up from out of the ground. Oh yeah. Is that's, that is that it? That's one of the that's that scene I think I replay in my head more than anything <laughs> ever. It's like because I'm always planning like, oh well if we get this is something I've thought about for years and years and years and years. Like Unbeknownst what would to your happen, wife if we got invaded, what would I need to do? And, like, I mean, I have a plan. Yeah. I, I, it sounds very, like, prepper of me. But yeah. But you just always be prepared. Well, that, well I, did tell, I did tell Dalton while we were watching this. I'm like, because this could very well happen. We don't know. And so I'm like, I was like, I am very, very glad that I know you and that I'm married to you. Because in this situation, if I didn't have him, I would not know what to do. Oh, like, I, I mean, I know where we'd go. When we got there, I'd grab their backhoe and be like, we need to dig trenches. Like, I mean, I got... Well, don't give away your plan. What, what are they going to do? <laughs> we'll be fortified. Uh, anyway, but anyway, so yeah. that so that part, would you say that is your favorite part? That, that's one of my favorites. But any any sequence where they're uh, seemingly stuff up. pulling one over, like yes. being so sneaky or... Um, just clever. Un- un- unpredictable. Yeah. You know. And I think I think in that case, I think the fact that they are so young plays to their advantage. Because only like high school kids would be like, we're going to come up out of the ground. You know, <laughs> like there's just like a lot of different things that like, obviously it's it works and it's tactical and it knocks out a lot of like the enemy or whatever. But when it comes down to it, you could tell that like high schoolers did come up with these ideas. And I really like that. You know, it's cool. I'm into it. Uh, so C. Thomas Howell taught the rest of the cast how to ride horses because he had been a rodeo cowboy. What? C. Thomas Howell has lived himself a life. He, he has. That's so funny. Um, oh, okay. I do want to talk about the colonel in the first Colonel movie. Bella? Um, my mind was blown in the end credits because the colonel was played by a man by the name of Powers Booth. And I know him as an old man. He didn't play the colonel. Yeah. Uh huh. Powers Booth. Because the oh, whole. Oh, the lieutenant colonel. I think you're. I, th- I was confused because I thought you were talking about the Cuban colonel. No. This is the colonel that helped that them. That helped them. Leah yes. Thompson found yes. him. He's, uh, first of all, great character. Such a good character. Yes. Um, but the whole movie, I was like, I know him from somewhere. And I didn't want to look it up. I wanted to, like, figure it out because I was like, his face looks so familiar, but he's so young in this. I don't know. Whatever. And then when it was revealed that it was Powers Booth at the end, I know him. <coughs> you all right? Mm-hmm. I know him as like the older grandpa in Nashville, which I just finished watching. It was completely crazy because it was just like so serendipitous that I had just finished watching this series 
where this guy played like a really big part. Mm-hmm. And then I just watched his young self in this movie. It was just very cool. But I did really like his character. I feel like Yeah, it was a good character. He helped he helped them out a lot. He did. You know, he did. and and they helped him. Um but I guess comparatively in the second movie, they turned it into three Marines. Yeah. Because that was like kind of the equivalent of him in the first movie, right? Yeah, he was an Air Force pilot. Okay. Because um, in the second one, it was those three guys. It was the three guys who were uh, retired Marines, I think. Oh, they I were retired. They were, I don't think they were active. I think they had all served together. And, and come back. Come back when, you know. When it all went down. When the poop hit the fan. Man. that I mean, that's crazy. Um, I did write... I always thought Patrick Swayze was a good actor because I've liked him and everything that he's been in. Mm-hmm. But he outdid himself in this. I think this is the most emotional I've ever seen him. Okay. And he's so genuine when he when he cries. Like, yeah. and... Because um, there are several moments where he breaks down, which is kind of funny because a lot of his lines are like, remember what dad always says, like, don't... Turn it into something. Turn it into something else. Or yeah. let it turn to something else. Don't cry, let it turn into uh, something else. But then he, but he does. He lets himself get emotional and yeah, cry, and I yeah. love. But, but acting wise, I just thought he did a really, really good job. He was very good. Um, I, I said so many times, I love teamwork on these mm-hmm. notes. Like <laughs> yeah. the team, like they're just so good together. <clears throat> Excuse me. And then, um, okay, I have a question for you. My last note is separate. In all caps, I said the food was a trap, and I knew it. When the when the rush I think it was the Russian oh, trucks yeah. dropped the food off and they mm-hmm. were like oh it's food I was like that's too easy that's too easy they wouldn't have dropped that off yeah. without you know so it made me really mad because of all the events that followed mm-hmm. so anyway I called that but I want to know how do you feel about the interpretation of the ending are we to believe that Patrick Swayze also died um I I always thought that he didn't die but. Charlie Sheen's character did. And right. And he didn't have anything else. Like, right. His dad was dead. His mom had died, you know, before. Right. Um, his brother was dead. Right. Because they didn't show him dying. It just showed it him it holding just showed his him, brother. Yeah, carrying him off. And then... Sitting with him. Yeah, and then you... Uh, the voiceover, you hear... Uh, I'm guessing it's Leah Thompson's character yeah. speaking. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um say that she never saw them the, again. the brothers again. And yeah. So, I don't know. You might think that, oh, he may he may have survived um, if he got him help quick enough. He may have survived and they just disappeared in the woods because they didn't really have nothing else. You yeah. Know? Yeah. But I just thought that that was kind of interesting that they made a point not to show the audience like, okay, they both died because he was breathing and crying and yeah. holding him, holding Charlie Sheen through... The ending before yeah. it went, you know, to Leah Thompson's voiceover and stuff. And so I was like, that's kind of interesting that they just kind of let that be open-ended a little bit. Well, maybe um, to just show how um, if that kind of thing ever did happen, mm-hmm. um, there's a lot of sacrifices going to have to go into Sure. Absolutely. So that, Absolutely. That could be, I mean, I may be looking way too far into Well, no, it, but, but I... That's part of the fun. Of that's it. part of the fun, and definitely what this podcast is for. But, they're, I mean, they sacrificed so many of them up until that point. 
I mean, there are people that were like dropping like flies as you know, the, they started out with however many, I forgot to count however many Wolverines at the beginning, but they all kind of met their own ends, you know, with the exception of the, the last one standing, you know? Uh, so this film made the Guinness Book of World Records. What? Um, at the up to that time, this movie had more acts of violence than any film. I mean, I don't up doubt it. Up to that time, according to Guinness Book of Records calculations, there was an act of violence that occurred every two point two three minutes. <laughs> I, so one hundred and thirty four acts of violence per hour. That's so crazy. I guess that would be almost 200, about 260 acts of violence in the movie. Dang. That's crazy. Um, did you know that real Green Berets helped with the actor's boot camp training? I bet you that was intense. Pretty neat. I did see um, that they had all trained using real weapons. They went to gun ranges and practiced with real weapons. Wow. And it was so they wouldn't make mistakes with the prop weapons. <laughs> I mean, that makes sense. That definitely makes sense. Um, Patrick Swayze stayed in character throughout filming. He went method for this. Ooh, interesting. He has he has been quoted saying, I became Jed Eckert. Maybe that's like, why Whoa. it was so... Maybe that's he why was it so felt good. so real. The like, whole, that's why, I mean, he was so genuine throughout the whole thing, so more power to him. Um... I got, I think, two more really good fun facts. Okay. Uh, so Red Dawn was the code name of the military operation in Iraq that captured Saddam Hussein in 2003. Okay. That's where they nicknamed it. Oh, from this movie? Yeah. That's and hilarious. I guess they told the writer and director of the movie, and he said he felt very honored by that. Yeah. It was like, oh, I made a movie that... Ended up being the call sign for a mission. Yes. Well, because I was going to ask. Benevolent, um, not a benevolent dictator, but a, a terrible, the opposite. The yeah. Opposite. <laughs> Malevolent. Yeah. Because um, I was going to ask where Red Dawn came from. Is that a military term? Is that. Um, I don't know. I don't know. I've okay. only ever heard it based on this movie. The movie. Okay. Um, yeah. Uh, Leah Thompson has said that this is the best time she's ever had on a movie. Wow. Better than Back to the Future? Back to the Future was so fun compared to this. Yeah, but Back to the Future was probably filmed a lot on, like, sets. This was probably filmed in the mountains. Well, and I also feel like character-wise, she had lots more to do in this one than she did in Back to the Future. Yeah, she's getting to shoot guns and throw grenades and and shoot rocket launchers. and. Yeah, I guess that makes sense. From an actress's perspective, I guess it makes sense. She wasn't hardly in Back to the Future. I mean, she was. She just didn't have a lot to do. Yeah, I mean, she she was there at the she beginning, was like the pretty and she girl. was there at the end. Like, yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. I guess that makes sense. Um, she probably had two weeks of filming. <laughs> okay, I have a kind of funny fun fact. Two members of the CIA came to the set, having received reports of Russian tanks in the area. They were relieved to hear the tanks were just the, for the movie. Just for the movie, yeah. Isn't that funny? They members of the CIA came to check it out and be like, "Hey, um, why are there Russian tanks here? Can huh. you can you let us know?" I thought yeah, that, was that would be funny. shocking. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, this was the first movie released with a PG thirteen rating. Ever? What do you mean? This was the first PG thirteen movie ever, like mm-hmm. released? Huh? 
They didn't have. They didn't always have a PG thirteen. PG thirteen came later. Oh, okay. Um, and I'm pretty sure we talked about a movie not too long ago that was rated PG, and they decided to add a new one because of that movie. Huh. I think you're right. I can't remember what it was though. I can't either. But if that's you figure that out, let us know in the comments. Um, there was another movie that was given a PG-13 rating first, but it didn't come out until five months after this movie. So it was the first movie released. Okay. Um, let me see if I have any other notes that I pulled. I don't think I pulled any other notes. Do you have any? Um, I guess it's pretty obvious that you liked this movie. I really did. I liked it more than I thought I would. But again, I really loved the remake, which I saw first. So Yes, yes. Um, so that makes me happy that you like this. Yeah. Maybe we can uh, make this one watch more often than... Sure, not. absolutely. Absolutely. Fun. I don't like very many action movies, but this is definitely one of them. It's a great one. Well, because this has... It kind of has everything. It's not just action. It's yeah, you're right. emotional and it's... I don't know... Um, very, what's the word? Intense and powerful and like, it hypes you up. Yeah. It just gets you, gets you going, you know? You are right. All right. Should we move on to the remake? Let's move on to the remake. Red Dawn to Electric Boogaloo. <laughs> um, no. Too Red, Too Dawn. Too Dawn. Um, <laughs> no. So this, this one came out in 2012. Um, and it's... Essentially, it's the exact same plot, except this time it takes place in Spokane, Washington, mm -hmm. not um, some town in Colorado. And it's Koreans instead North of... North Koreans. I feel like we need to be specific. Okay. There. North Koreans. <laughs> North Koreans. As opposed um, to the Cubans and the Russians from the first well, one. Well, I think Russians are a part of it, too. Oh, yeah, you're right. They Russians do come in. Russians are a part of it, too. Yeah. But it's always the Russians. <laughs> um, uh, but North Korea and Russia. Yes, and this cast is unreal. I, I was excited. I mean, the main reason why I saw this remake is because of the cast, because I really, really liked everybody that was in it. Um, go ahead. Do you have the cast in front of you? Uh, yes, so Jed. Uh, a, a lot of the same names, pretty much. Most of the same names, yeah, um, which I think is cool. Jed is played by Chris Hemsworth. Love. Matt is played by Josh Peck. Which seemingly on, pa seemingly on paper... Um, there is like it's it's a weird choice, Josh Peck. You know what I mean? He does great. He He's... does a great job. He's he he does a very very good job. Um, but it's just it was just kind of compared to the rest of the the cast who I guess would be more well versed in the action movies. Um, Josh Peck yeah. kind of I mean he holds his own for sure. Yeah. Uh, Robert Kittner is played by Josh Hutcherson. Again, love. Um, Erica Martin is played by Isabel Lucas. Okay. Um, which I don't, I didn't recognize her really. I don't know that I've seen her in much. Is Erica the Latina one? No, Erica is Matt. Oh, the blonde, the blonde. The blonde. No, I have not seen her. Um, let me just pull up. Oh, she was, she was the girl that replaced Megan Fox in the Transformers movies. She I was never in saw Transformers: them. Revenge of the Fallen. Never saw it. Oh, we should do those. Sure. Um, she was in the, uh, she was in Immortals. She was Athena in Immortals. I don't know if you saw okay. that. Okay. Um, yeah, I don't really recognize much of these things. Um, no. I really do know Tony, her. but I don't uh, know her real name. What's her name? 
you're talking about Tony Adrian Adrian Palicki. Okay. She again, another another serendipitous moment because I'm also watching this show. She played Tyra in Friday Night Lights. Mm. And so I'm also watching that, which like is so funny because I saw her in this and I was completely forgot she was in this. Um and she was awesome in this. I thought she did a great job. Um, and then the other girl, the Latina girl that I don't know what her name is, I'm also watching her currently in The Rookie. She plays Agent Lopez or Officer Lopez or whatever. Um, so it's just kind of funny that like yeah. all of these people I recognize from shows that I'm currently watching. Um, Do you remember the movie Legion that we watched? Paul Bettany is an angel. No. Did we watch that? Maybe I watched it by myself. Yeah, I don't think I... She, she plays Alice in it. Which one? Which girl? Legion. No, which girl are you talking about? Oh, uh, Adrian Palicki. Oh. oh, cool. Very cool. Yeah. Um, yeah, I thought this cast did a really good job, and they worked really well together. Um, and uh, Jeffrey Dean Morgan. Jeffrey Dean Morgan plays Sergeant Major Andrew Tanner. He comes in kind of halfway through. Yeah, he's one of the Marines, mm-hmm. uh, along with uh, Kenneth Choi. Who we've seen in a bunch of stuff. Yes, and... Um, Matt Gerald, is that who? Yeah, the third guy I don't recognize, I don't think. Yeah, I don't recognize, I didn't recognize, I thought I did, but I saw his name and I was like, I don't think that's who yeah. I thought it was. So they play the three, I guess, former Marines that um, come back and uh, I guess they had been looking for this group called the Wolverines and they found, when they found out they were a bunch of high school kids, they were like, great. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, right. It was really funny. Um, oh, I got to tell them my joke. When, when they joined... They became the Wolf Marines. Yes, it was very good. It, Thank gave, you. it actually gave me a little chuckle. Thank you. He gave me a high five. Um, again, I wrote, we love teamwork. They Again, a lot of really good training montages in this one. Um, I also enjoyed the fact that uh, Jed drove the same kind of truck that Patrick Swayze drove. Oh, yes. It was very yeah. cool. Um, and like we said, there's, there's a lot of... Uh, similarities between these two but that's i mean the first one's good if you stick to the script the second one's gonna be absolutely and i i feel that even though the 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 few things that they did change made it made it it made sense i mean it was modern it's it's set now so it it all kind of has to be relevant exactly and i did write down that i i really enjoyed that we watched these back to back because it was so easy to find those parallels and those similarities because we had watched it so recently um Okay, so I love, there's a couple things that get me hype. The Wolverines call every time will get me going, right? You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? But also just seeing the spray painted Wolverines, mm-hmm. like the name everywhere, just like gets you excited. Especially because the origin is that it's their school mascot. Yes. And they just turned it into this big revolution, you know? Yeah. It well, was just very cool. When you look up what a Wolverine is, um, what is it they say? It's a, a small, vicious uh, animal. Yeah. And it's like it, it hides in the woods and will attack things bigger than it. It's yeah. Like it's true. Ferocious little... Yep. I almost said spider monkey. That doesn't make any sense. <laughs> but yeah, it's... A, it's Similar to a honey badger. Oh, okay. Honey badger don't care. Honey badgers don't <laughs> care. <laughs> um, but okay, so we did talk about Jeffrey Dean Morgan. One of the notes that I have is 
um, pardon my French, but Jeffrey Dean Morgan is never not a badass. Everything he's he in... He does. Or... Um, a big old jerk. Yes, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, either way. Because he... I mean, the, the other things that I know him from besides this are The Walking Dead, where he played a badass and a jerk. Yeah. And um, Supernatural, where he again oh, played a badass. Yeah. So. Yeah. Um, so this movie was shot and done in 2009. Oh. It was scheduled for release in 2010, but due to MGM's financial troubles, it was shelved for two years before they published it. What? I mean, I didn't know and that MGM originally had... it was supposed to be a Chinese army that we were invaded by the Chinese, but they didn't want to lose that market. But the but the North Koreans were okay. Nobody sells to the North Koreans. <laughs> wow, that's interesting. That's interesting. I wonder if this got any flack though, like if they were worried about the North Koreans like seeing it. Do you know what I mean? I mean, nothing really gets in or out of North Korea, so chances are. Yeah, I guess. Nobody in North Korea has seen this movie. Yeah. Um, so, you know, there's a line in the, uh, in this one where they talk about, uh, missing Call of Duty Modern Warfare. Yes. Uh. And they were like, we're living it. <laughs> yeah, it was like, we're living Call of Duty. And it sucks. Um, <laughs> and Modern Warfare 2, which came out in 2009, so. Around the time it was being uh, made. Yeah, around the time it was being made. Um, they, they had a, a stage of one of the campaign missions called Wolverines and it was That's cool. Um based off the original. Based off of this. Yeah. yeah, that's very cool. Um the encoded messages on Radio Free America, the radio that they're listening to, are identical to the ones in the original movie. So all the codes that you hear Yeah, that's cool. Like, like the, the the chairs against the wall yeah, and, and Yeah, that, or that's the cool. the man has a long mustache or something yeah, like that. Yeah. So they're all they were all identical to the original. Um let me see. Oh, my, my last note, because I stopped taking notes after this. Um, in all caps, these girls need to tie their hair back. <laughs> the entire movie, I'm like, y'all. And I have the same issue with The Rookie, actually. Like, so many, like, action shows and action movies, the girl's hair, like, f flowing in the wind as they run away, or they run towards something, or they're shooting guns, or bows and arrows, or whatever. I'm like, tie your hair back! It's in your face. Like, I just, it, it's not realistic. Like, your hair would get all over the place if you tried to do that. I was, like, so upset about it. It was the one, the one inaccuracy, I thought. But then they don't look as pretty. Exactly. That is the issue. That is the issue. But I just thought that was pretty funny. Um, okay, let me see. I think I pulled a couple of other fun facts. Because, I, I mean, we kind of already talked about the plot. So we're just kind of talking about extras at this point. Um, um, so this movie was directed by Dan Bradley. Okay. It was the first film he ever directed. You know what he did before this? He was a soldier. Stuntman. He was a stuntman turned director. He was a stuntman turned director. Interesting. Good for him. That's awesome. I wonder, I That's wonder if he... the title of my memoir. Stuntman turned director? Yeah. <laughs> um, I wonder if he directed... Do you know if he directed anything else after this? Um, I don't know. Or he went back to stunt sure manning? Um, well, this film was pretty good. I don't know. We never really look up how well it was received. Maybe we should start doing that. Mm. Um, yeah, yeah. 
Oh. Oh. Okay, I have a couple of um, cast connections here. Uh, this was the only movie he directed. Oh, well, shout out Dan. He's assist. He was uh, assistant director or the second unit director in a bunch of movies. Oh, okay, gotcha. Um, okay, I have a, a bunch of cast connections for you. Ooh, Are you ready? There's, there's probably a bunch of them. Yeah. So Chris Hemsworth and Kenneth Choi have both been in the Marvel, Marvel Cinematic yeah, Universe. Yeah, Kenneth Choi is a... Uh, who is he? Um, I don't know that I would know his name, but he's he, a Marvel, uh, uh, a Shield agent, isn't he? Uh, he is Jim Morcia Mortia in Captain America: The First Avenger. Oh, he's one. Yeah, he's one of Captain America's. Oh, uh, and Winter Soldier and Spider-Man: Homecoming. Soldiers. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then Chris Hemsworth, of course, is Thor. And then um, in the same year as this movie came out, 2012, Josh Hutcherson appeared with Chris Hemsworth's brother. Liam Hemsworth. In The Hunger Games. In The Hunger Games, yeah. Um, then, Jeffrey Dean Morgan and Adrian Palicki, the girl, mm-hmm. um, were both in Supernatural. Supernatural. And I did not know that Adrian was in Supernatural. It must she have played just been an episode Sam's two. girlfriend, Jessica. Oh, well, probably a few episodes. Yeah. Um, and then I think that might be the only, like, the only connections, I think. Um, oh, a former NFL player played the Wolverines football coach. Huh. Mark... Schlereth. I'm unfamiliar who that is. So, pretty interesting. Do you have any other fun facts for me? Uh, I do not. Um, I, uh, we watched both of these on Amazon Prime. Amazon Prime. We, um, you can find both of these. Let's see. And they're just good. Yeah, they're just good. These are... They'll hype you up, man. Yeah, I was ready to... I was ready to get going <laughs> after we watched these. Oh, gosh. Okay. We, we got another sneak coming. <coughs> Woo! Bless me. Goodness gracious. I think that might have just been a winner. <laughs> okay, are you ready for trivia? Uh yeah, let's 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 give her a let's give her a go. So I only have one section for you in this, but it's because there are ten questions. Okay. And the majority of these questions are comparing the two movies. Ooh, interesting. So it's like two sections in one kind of. Interesting. Alright. <clears throat> Question number one. In what state does the original movie take place? And what state does the remake take place? Okay, state. I think I think I specifically said both of these. Yes, you did. Um, the first one was in Colorado, mm-hmm. and the second one was in Washington. State. Very nice, very nice. Good job. Number two. This is just about the original film. In the original, one of the Wolverines, Robert, wears a baseball hat with a certain famous logo on it. What's the logo? Ooh. He wears Ooh. it for like the majority, but then he. Gets rid of it eventually. Yeah, he starts wearing the... The gear or whatever. Um, Might be a famous movie franchise of the times. uh, So a franchise with more than one movie. Seemingly. Maybe maybe not more than one movie of this time. I don't know. Oh, okay. Um, That's a tough one. I don't... I clocked it immediately. 84? It was when this came out. Yeah. Uh, franchise more than You don't know if it was more than one at that Cause, point. Because I'm, um, I'm not a part of this particular fandom. You are. Horror? No. And you know people that are. I am 
That, oh, Star Wars? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, there was two at this point. The first one came out in the 70s. Okay, so there were two. Yeah. All right. Well, yeah, he was. He had a Star Wars hat on. Okay. Yeah. Um, which I thought was kind of funny. I think there were two at this point. When did the second one come out? This I don't know. Did come out until 86? I have no idea. I'm the wrong person to ask. All right. Number three. This is kind of a giveaway because we've talked about it the entire time. <laughs> which two characters were brothers? Jed. <coughs> and, and Matt. Mm-hmm. Very good. Okay. Number four. In the original movie, what song did the townspeople sing right before being killed by the soldiers? This is in the God, first one. Uh, God Bless America? Mm-mm. No, 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 no. Oh, Beautiful for Spacious Guys. Yeah, so what's that called? Uh, America the Beautiful? Yeah, very good, very good. Which also gets ya. Right? Like, because they know that they're going to die either way, but they, yeah. like, start all singing that. That's a lot. Yeah, there were two at this point. Two? Oh, two Star Wars? Yeah. Okay, number five. How many characters make it to, quote, free America at the end of the original? Ooh. Just... Are we counting the Eckerts, or are we not? We are not. Okay. We're just counting so the ones just, that we see. It was just two. Correct. I'm pretty sure it was just uh, Leah Thompson's character mm-hmm. and and um. Was Robert. it Robert? Robert. I couldn't remember the other character. I yeah. knew it was Leah Thompson's character and one other guy. Yeah. Yep. Good job. Number six. What is the difference between the deer blood scene in the two movies? Oh yeah, this is a good one. It is a good one. Um. So what happens in the first one versus the in, second? In the first one, when Robert kills his first deer, the Eckerts are um, adamant. You know, you drink the blood. It's a, you know, a spiritual thing. Sure. It's like respecting the life that you took kind of thing. Um, and that you're going to use every part of it. Uh, and so they made Robert drink the blood. Because he um, shot it. Because he's the one that killed it. Yes. In yeah. uh, the uh, new version, they do that, but then they joke and were like, we never did that. Yeah. <laughs> they, they, they kind of pulled a prank on it. It was a prank, yeah. Like, That's gross. Yeah. But really that funny. is a, uh, a, a common, well, I mean, I, it used to be common um, thing. Like that, a ritual? Yeah, people did. It said, um, it was Some the, people would, uh, the first one, you, you take a bite of the heart. Ugh. Um. Yikes. Well, so in the original, they were saying that their dad taught them the whole thing of drinking the deer blood and all that stuff, and how it was the mark of a true hunter. Um, but I really, I was, it was a funny idea for the second one, for the, for it to just be a prank, and for them to be like, so what's it taste like? Mm-hmm. He's like, What? <laughs> We don't know. We've never had it. (laughs) Um, Okay, number seven. In which movie does Daryl willingly get a tracker put into him, and which one do they forcibly insert it? Do you know what I mean by that? Yes, I got you. Uh, The the first one, um, Dirty Little Rat, (laughs) did it on purpose. Yeah. Um, And the second one, it was... Forced. For, well, he didn't even know it. Yeah, like, yeah, he, he thought just he just thought got, he got stabbed. stabbed. Yeah. Um, yeah. That was, I mean, but it was so sad because in the... And we don't even know what happened to him. No. Well, and that was my whole argument because in the first one, 
they killed him. The Wolverines yeah. killed him because there was a tracker put in him and they couldn't yeah. follow him, whatever. But in the second one, the guy was just like, just let me go. I'll go somewhere else and y'all go and they won't tra- be able to track you guys. But I'm like, why didn't they just do it in the first one? Why did he have to get killed? <laughs> like, you could have spared his life and just separated yourselves from him. Well, and he swallowed it. It'll come out in a couple of days. Oh, he swallowed it? That's what they said. They made me swallow it. Yeah, so, so why would you shoot him? Give him a couple days and tell him to go poop miles away. <laughs> Y'all went to school with this it child. Was, it was the fact that he... Lied about it. Lied about it and, yeah. and did it. Yeah, um, that's true. That's true, I guess. But still, I was like, come on, y'all. Um, okay, where are we? Number eight. In the original, what did they call the rock at the end where they carve the names of their fallen friends? There was a plaque. Oh, there was a plaque. I don't know. I don't know. I don't remember. Partisan rock. Partisan rock. And then there was the like quote uh, that yeah, Leah Thompson. Was, and yeah. that, like... I wish I had written that down. I didn't, yeah. but it's a good one. Um, you know what else I think? What? With the tracker part, um, in the first one, he got someone killed. Okay. Because they showed up in the middle of the night and one of them got killed. Oh, right. In the second one, in, in the remake, nobody got killed because he got... Put the tracker The tracker in. They found out before they got caught up to, and right. he went on his own way. Right. Oh, so I guess that's I think true. That's that's why they didn't just kill him. Like, that's true. I guess that makes sense. All right. All right. I guess. Murder is warranted sometimes. <laughs> um, okay, number nine. In the original, where were the prisoner camps set up? And then in the remake, where were they set up? Ooh. Was it not the same place? It was not the same place. In the remake, it was at the football stadium. Very good. I can give you a hint for the first one if you need it. I might need it. Is it just a park? No. Or a parking lot? Mm Mm-mm. It's a specific somewhere? It's a specific place. Um, Think real hard about them going to see their dad and talking through the fence what was in the background when they were walking up. Containers. Was there not? I mean, yeah, there were, but there was something in the background that you were like, oh, it's here? Okay. I said that? No, no, no. Like, you, oh. you, you, like as an audience member, you were like, oh, that's interesting that they would set up this camp here. I'm drawing a blank. Is that the drive-in movie theater? The drive-in movie theater. There was, like, movies, like, big old screen behind oh, them. Oh, like, you know why, though? Why? Because it's a big area that's already fenced in. Sure. And, I mean, that's why the football field, too, yeah. right? Seemingly, so yeah. it makes sense. Um, but I thought it was interesting that they were in like two different places. Um, okay, number 10. This is just a bonus point. I know you've already done it, but I would like for you to bless us with your best Wolverines call. Wolverines! <laughs> that was amazing. Thank you. Um, I don't, don't want to go too loud. I don't want to do what I really want to do because we have neighbors. Yeah. Well, and I don't know that um, the people listening to this through their headphones would be very appreciative. Nah, probably <laughs> um, but that was a very good one. And um, for those of you at home that don't get to see him, he, ju- he did lift his fist into the air. So it, it made it like 10 times better. Um, so yes, you did just get a bonus point. Congratulations. Right. I did okay. I, you did okay. There's definitely some that I didn't get that I probably should have got. But... but you got most of them and you got yeah. the bonus. So you did it. 
Um, yes, like we said, you can find both of these movies on Amazon Prime. They are wonderful movies. Um, not so much family friendly, in my opinion. Um, but I mean, again, it's PG-13. So maybe watch it with your 13 year olds and up, I guess. Um, but Just yeah. to be what that means. Yeah, exactly. Um, Why don't you go ahead and tell them what we're doing next week? Yay! Okay, speaking of family-friendly, we're maybe doing, like, the complete opposite vibes of (laughs) the movie that we did this week. Um, I'm super excited about this. This was kind of um, an idea that we had on a whim, but also kind of one that we had been talking about doing for a while. Well, you've Um, been wanting to do it for a while. Well, it's just that it's been a while since we have gone back to our Disney kids' movie roots. Because for a while, that's all we did. We did do a bunch of those in a row. Maybe not Disney, but like childhood, childhood nostalgia, nostalgia movies. movies yeah. um, and so we wanted to take a break from that and do more like kind of grown up adult type movies. Um, but we're going back next week and we are going to be talking about Monsters, Inc. and Monsters University. So another double feature for you. Um, super excited to be chatting about this because I always love talking about Pixar things. Um there's so much to talk about and this cast is great and obviously the story is a classic one of my favorite Pixar movies for sure and um a bunch of uh the people a bunch of our listeners uh favorite movies as well so very exciting um watch that on Disney plus in preparation for next week if you want but I'm very excited. We're definitely switching gears from Red Dawn to <laughs> Monster Inc. If we do my other January selection the week after, it would be another just complete swap. Oh, okay, interesting. Do I know about this or? Oh, well, I told you what it's gonna be. I can't remember. Oh uh, yeah, did you not listen to me? Well, no, just because I can't remember anything at this point in time. Oh, <laughs> uh, excuses, excuses. <laughs> um. Well, we we will find out together, I guess. Um. But in the meantime, follow us over on Instagram at the Magic Fandom Podcast if you haven't already. Watch these movies. Go watch Monsters Inc. If you want. Um. Yeah, I think that might be it. Was there something else we had to announce? I guess that's it, right? Okay, that's it. All right. You don't have anything else? That's all I got. All righty. I hope you all have a wonderful rest of your week. Bye-bye now, y'all. Bye.